section nine of the mob violence and the american negro my experience in the sunny south by Veli lester this librivox recording is in the public domain in new orleans read this and put the seller and maker to an end and save the boys and girls my lecture in defence of temperance in the south subject wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise in the first place in this chapter the prophet compares the nation of israel to a vineyard planted by god who loved them with an everlasting love he did everything possible for them that they might bring forth the best fruit obedience righteous living the beauty of holiness joy love peace and all the fruit of the spirit intelligence noble character and mission work among the nations he placed them in the best country in the world for that purpose he hedged them around with laws and divine institutions and with his own care and love defended them from all enemies he planted in his vineyard the vines of his promises his words his commandments and instructions in holy things he placed there the wine-presses which represented the various advantages conferred on the people to help them bring forth good fruit and present it to the lord but the expected fruit was not brought forth he looked at it that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes so with this nation in general and race in particular intemperance is the cause of most crime in this country what is the cost of intemperance money bloodshed suffering and morals all to gain the affection of the devil and forever to be punished in a devil's hell in this christian nation the land of the free and the home of the brave the people spend each year more for drink by twenty times than they spend for education the nation's drink bill exceeds that of our clothes and food combined over a billion dollars a year is spent for drink we have more saloons than public schools and more blind tigers than saloons in our prohibition counties and states where the state law allows men to pay license to sell rum the world needs men that will help the law and officers to run down these lawbreakers and show them that this demon must not be sold to the unfortunate sufferer we want him to be safe with the blessed men seem to believe more profoundly in the possibility of strong drink than in that of the gospel's transformation friends did you know that hell saloons and blind tigers are triple sisters think then look and see this standing army of six hundred thousand staggering drunkards daily reading their way through a christian nation what is the fruit of this army nearly three thousand murdered wives five thousand suicides seven thousand murders forty thousand widowed mothers sixty thousand fallen girls one hundred thousand orphan children ten thousand insane one hundred thousand who die from drink annually one million boys who take the place of the dying four hundred thousand paupers made annually three hundred fifty thousand criminals two million sufferers the great wars of the world for twenty-five years from eighteen fifty two to eighteen seventy seven including the franco-german war and our civil war cost a fraction over twelve billion dollars 
the cost for intoxicants for the same period in the united states was over fifteen billion dollars three billion dollars more than all the wars of the world and for every one thousand killed in battle rum killers got twelve thousand in the territory covered by the united states there has been killed in wars during one hundred and fifty years six hundred thousand persons strong drink has killed seven million five hundred thousand if all the blood that strong drink has caused to be shed could be collected together in one lake it would be a sea of blood and many ships could sail there and if all men could see this truth they would stand up and fight for temperance and save the people look here in this drunkard's home this is for your consideration girls the first few months the home is provided for fairly well after marriage though he tells his old friends boys i'm coming out again i can't live this way so that encourages him to come very soon the furniture is sold for debts and he moves into a smaller house or room on a back street or in some desolate country place he leaves his wife alone and goes to the saloon or blind tiger to loaf and drink soon his wife is forced by circumstances to earn her living at the wash-tub or some cook kitchen sometimes she is so fortunate that she can make it with her needle though after a hard day's work she returns home with a broken heart thinking of her mistake in life yes i have made the mistake of my life my happiness is no more i am now alone without fire waiting for that drunkard to come in that staggering and quarrelsome way oh if i could only recall my childhood days and enter my father's home i would take my parents advice yes the clock has struck twelve hush i think i hear him no that is only the cold bleak winter wind coming howling over the hills and through the crevices of this drunkard's home oh my god i hear him coming drunk oh i wish i had never seen him i am suffering without bread without fire without shoes or clothes then to be tormented with a drunken demon is more than any poor woman can endure she hears him fall against the door at one o'clock she gets up and takes the bar from behind the door the first word is a muttering oath i want the money you made to-day or i'm going to kill you this night he enters with murder in his heart oh the drunken demon his drunken passion has overcome his better judgment in that moment he pours his wrath upon the dear one that he promised at the marriage altar to love and protect he continues to pound her until she falls unconscious under his blows the drunkard's wife is the greatest sufferer there may appear at times that all things are well in a drunkard's home but if you could only know the brief of that broken-hearted mother even the saloon-keeper would melt down in tears illustration the farmer sows in springtime and his children rise up in autumn and assist in the harvesting so it is with the drunkard he sows and all share in reaping and from the depths of my soul i urge every woman to watch and pray and never enter into the drunkard's snare the drunkard's home is hell on earth no young man who turns the intoxicating cup to his lips as a beverage or ever expects to should ask a pure beautiful young woman for her heart and hand in marriage the liquor traffic is the curse and shame of our country it clogs up the wheels of our racial progress and the deepest disgrace of the nineteenth century it is the mother bird that hatches out the daily blood 
of villainies the father of anarchism the mother of riot and friend of everything that menaces the church and home indeed these are plain words this is not the time for smothering sentences to dull the edge of truth i know nothing in this broad land so out of place so disgusting so sickening to the soul of man or woman who really loves god home and native land as the sight of and works of intemperance before an enlightened conscience and family affection it is said that a young preacher was to preach his first sermon one sunday while the prayer service was going on one of the old members came to him and said you are just starting out and it is my duty to tell you how to go then you are a stranger here look over there in the amen corner there is five or six of our best paying members that take a drink when they want to then right in front there are two distillery men that make the good stuff and they pay well then the fat old woman there to your left she sells it so don't say anything about the making or selling or drinking rum as there are no jews here preach about the sins of them the jews oil and water will not mix genuine gospel religion means a clean man a clean prayer and a clean worship so whiskey and religion won't mix it costs in morals with its iron feet manhood is destroyed womanhood is debauched and childhood outrages by the poison that is causing humanity to bleed at every pore oh what a mocker is intemperance in this country through its doors there is passing a great multitude already under the fatal spell of appetite and there they are drinking day and night and over the bar down human throats runs a mighty stream of alcoholic poison indeed there is no tongue to tell nor pen to describe it and no words furnishing the meanings that will equal the intolerable cursing that comes out of the saloon it is the worst of the consumptions of all the world its records show hundreds of thousands of souls ruined but none saved by it it consumes energy will character body and soul a lesson to you a rich man said to his son as he entered his home one dark and stormy night staggering drunk my boy i have done everything i could for you and you only live to disgrace our family name the father then pushed his only son from the door into the darkness but the old man heard him say yes father you have done all this for me but it was the whisky you keep in the cellar and on the sideboard that lured me to drink and now brought me to this death came for the boy that cold dreary night the next day he filled a drunkard's grave and the father soon died from grief and the broken heart let us further reflect openly the fact that drunkenness is of the very same nature as suicide this is surely the bottom philosophical fact which rests the exclusion of the drunkard from the kingdom of heaven every man who indulges in the evil of drink is thus a gradual suicide for he does with full knowledge that which takes away his reason health self-control and happiness and which is the sure destroyer of his highest ambition whether for earth or for heaven millionaires have been made paupers by the degrading beverage scholars have been converted into fools and philosophers have been transformed into drivelling idiots time will not allow me to tell the whole story it is the incarnation of disgrace poverty ignorance and death it is sin operating in the earth in its most privileged form all the forces of ignorance wickedness and weakness 
is found in every glass of liquor in this beautiful world which god has given us there are some things that we must leave alone this was true in eden ere the serpent tempted and threw adam from the high pinnacle of honour it is still true to-day this is one of the hardest lessons we have to learn there is not a place or class of peoples who do not actually feel the blighting hand of the drink habit this reminds me of the awful fact that no man liveth to himself but that we are bound together by the care of human interest we must suffer if we live in a land of suffering in our own times and among our own people we are warned that the drink habit is the most commanding curse aside from one i mean outrage upon the female sex in the columns of the daily papers it has the ears of the student of philosophy and the eyes of the statesman and of religion there is no question so fraught with danger to the republic as this one its baneful influence sweeps into every home in the land it pulls great preachers from their god-given pulpit throngs and pulls them in disgrace to the gutter it has snatched the ensign of power from the millionaire and king and led him among his ranks of beggars it has torn the tongue of eloquence from the mouth of the orator and left him a speechless idiot and drinking simpleton it has robbed the honest labourer of his job and made him a shameful occupant of the almshouse there is no crime that has not been committed by the drunkard and the moderate drinker poverty is alcohol's delight while honour and salvation are hated by this king of sin let us show this nation in general and race in particular is responsible for the iniquity that has befallen the conscience of the nation the american peoples are guilty of being drunkards by choice those who are drunkards choose to be they exercise their personal liberty no man can except by unconscious influences force another into drinking or drunkenness hence it is to my mind a matter of choice this is the basis of the objection raised against the prohibition movement that it prevents freedom and would legislate morality in men here is another way we as a nation have become responsible for the drink habit it is the admission that this nation grants the traffic the commission the national state and city governments all over the country receive a revenue from the men who traffic in the making of drunkards every bayonet of the national government is morally bound if such a state of affairs should demand it to support the traffic since it receives its license from their national government the same is true of state and cities where it is licensed the constabulary is bound to protect the agents by which it thrives common sense demands that this positive licensing and the quiet consenting to it are the two elements responsible for the presence in the nation the worst foe to human organized government that has confronted a civilization it is a refreshment of soul to note the different attitudes that the nation turns to the drink habit and that which they presented years ago to-day instead of the pulpit being under the control of the demon rum as formerly was too found we find the pulpits of all denominations crying out in no uncertain sounds against the traffic of liquor i thank god that the ministers of the gospel are the leaders of state and national movements for the final dethronement of king alcohol the church through its leadership has taken higher ground and is now combating every inch of the ground against the foe of the home the church and the state a cry is heard the money from the saloon for the education of the youth pray tell me what does the 
intemperance care for the education it is but an open field for the creation of the drink appetite among our boys so put it out by your vote and take care of the youth god bless you all end of section nine